Hey everybody, welcome to the After Amen podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Tanya, and we are excited to have you here for another episode. So we're just going to jump right in. We hope you enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome back and happy June. Yes, sir. One more month into 2022. That's right. My goodness, it doesn't feel like we're... (laughs) In the sixth month yeah. of the year, it's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. This year is flying by. Yep, crazy fast, in yes. my opinion. Yes, <laughs> this is our this is our first podcast back uh, after our vacation, yep. and uh, and we thoroughly enjoyed it. And, yes, uh, we did. We had uh, some news come on this vacation. Yeah, our uh, our oldest son proposed to his girlfriend. Yes. And she said no. Oh, whatever. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. She <laughs> said yes. <laughs> and he did it with the mountains in the background. Yeah. And it was it was beautiful. It was. It was gorgeous. We are we are gaining a daughter. Yes, we are. And a fantastic one at that. I yes. couldn't ask for anyone right. better. She loves him. Crazy loves him and and uh and loves the lord that's right that's right and that's what's most important yeah so yeah we're full of exciting news that's right and uh we're gonna jump back into talking about love again yep keep it mushy Uh, well it's gonna be a little uh (laughs) challenging that's right today we left off and this uh, ain't all about the mushy love that's right in fact it's less about the mushy love and more about the the brotherly love almost than that's the thing you know a lot of people they hear the word love and and they immediately immediately think mushy mushy you know Mm -hmm. no that's there's so many different there's types. So, and... Yeah, there's so many di- different types of love. And if you go back and listen to the last podcast, we we talk about the different types of love. Yeah. So if you haven't listened to that, I encourage you to go back and listen to that one. Yep. And um, I think we left off in verse four, I believe. I believe so. Um, talking about, you know, love being patient and kind and all of those things um, and how it's not prideful and... Um, so what I'd like to do is I think what I want to do is just start back with verse one and read verses one through four, and then we'll pick up in verse five, kind of picking it apart because I think, you know, when we were actually in the middle of a study on first Corinthians, when I just felt the Lord really pushing us to talk about love um and it was actually in chapter eight yeah. the first three verses yeah he he tends to do that sometimes he'd be like you know what i want to go a different direction yeah yeah don't matter what y'all want and we've learned <laughs> um i'm a big note taker i'm a big uh preparer um you know several of the podcasts we've done the boys have laughed at me because i've had four and five pages <laughs> of notes on just a few little scriptures but I think sometimes, and I think actually some friends of ours talked about this on their podcast, um, how when they just kind of let go and let God do the planning, um, some amazing things happen. And I think that's kind of 
what's happened in this situation is God's just kind of taken the reins and he's been like, I know, you know, that y'all were on first Corinthians, but we're going to take a little detour and we're still in first Corinthians for now. That's right. You know, I don't, you know, we may jump around. I know I've got at least one other scripture tonight that, um, I want to read, but, um, you know, next week we may be on something completely different, but this is where God wants us, and this is where we're going to stay. That's right. We're, we're going to obey him. That's right. Well, I'm going to pray just to kind of kick us off, right. and then we'll get started. Father, thank you for tonight. Thank you for um, an amazing vacation. Thank you for bringing us home safely. Thank you for uh, a time of refreshing. God, I pray that um, you would take the words that are said tonight and um, the scriptures that are read and God just minister to hearts. Um, I pray that you would help us to be led by you and not led by our own minds. And God, that you would just take this podcast and you would just touch who you want to touch in the way that you want to touch. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Um, well, I'll just read... Um, just because we didn't read it in this version last time, um, I'm going to read it in the Christian Standard Bible. Um, and it's, again, we're going to start at 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1. And we're going to go through to uh, verse 4. And then we're going to read verse 5 and maybe verse 6. And I would like to read it in at least three different versions because I like something about all three of them. But this is the Christian Standard Bible, um, and I mentioned this last week, but the title heading for 1 Corinthians chapter 13 in my Christian Standard Bible is Love, the Superior Way. Um, so verse 1, If I speak human or angelic tongues but do not have love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so that I can move mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. And if I give away all my possessions, and if I give over my body in order to boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy, is not boastful, is not arrogant. And now this is where we kind of left off last week talking about when you're operating in love, you're not prideful, you're not um, boasting about yourself, you're not arrogant. And verse 5 in the Christian Standard Bible goes on to say, is not rude, is not self-seeking, is not irritable, and does not keep a record of wrongs. Now, I'm going to read that same verse in the New King James Version. Actually, you want to read verse 5 in the New King James? Yeah. Um, verse 5. Does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil. Yeah. And um, so the Passion Translation um, says, love does not traffic in shame and disrespect, nor selfishly seek its own honor. Love is not easily irritated or quick to take offense. So I just kind of want to stop right there and just kind of pick that verse apart because I just think it's important 
that we talk about. Okay, so at the beginning of the, the chapter, we talk about how useless we are basically without love. Mm-hmm. And then we talk about what love is. And then again, we're talking about what love is not. Yeah. So I just, there's a reason that all of these things that love is not is in there. It's not just because Paul just wanted to chatter on and on and on. Yeah. You know, there's a reason that it's in there. Um, one of the footnotes in my Bible said, it says, love is the defining characteristic of God's presence among his people. Therefore, it should be the defining characteristic of God's people themselves. And that is so true because, you know, we know because of what it says at the very beginning of the chapter that if it doesn't really matter what we do in life, yeah, if we're not operating in love, then none of it really matters. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't care if you're the most benevolent man or, or woman in your church. I don't care if you're the kindest person in your church. If you're not doing things out of love, then none of it means anything. Yeah, and, and love is is intentional. Mm-hmm. It's a... Uh... Not something you do on accident. You no. you have to practice it. Definitely. You know? So let's kind of look at those things that it says love is not. The first one is um, the New King James reads it as does not behave rudely. The um, the Christian Standard Bible just says is not rude, and yeah. the um, the Passion Translation says it does not traffic in shame and disrespect. So I kind of want to just just unpack that just a little bit um, because how many times have we, as the body of Christ, failed in this area? Oh, gosh. I mean, let's be honest. How many times, just because we're having a bad day, have we been rude to someone? Yeah. And I'm not talking about inside the doors of this church yeah. or your church or whatever. I'm not talking about at a Christian event. I'm talking about in public every day on a daily basis. How many times have we failed at this? Yeah. You know, because when we're inside the walls of the church, we all put on our on our best face and <laughs> put on our, our yeah. you know, our big smiles. I heard someone say one time they were talking it was it was on one of I think one of the marriage podcasts I listened to and I don't remember which one it is so I'm not going to go to naming them but I remember them saying how they would have their biggest fights on the way to church. Oh yeah. And then as soon as they pulled up into the parking lot it was immediate switch flip. Yeah. They were yeah. holding hands, grinning, looking at each other all sweet I mean, as they walked into the doors of the church. But I mean, yet they had literally just spoke to each other so crudely. Yeah. I mean, me me and you are prime, prime. example of that. Prime you example. You know, um, 
honestly, I don't remember the last time we've done that, but I remember in, in, when we lived in Coffinville, before we would, you know, come to church, it was mm-hmm. fussing and fighting. Yeah. Le- you know, leaving the house all the way to church. We'll pull up in the church parking lot and it's like flip a switch, mm-hmm. put the smile yeah. on. Yeah. Happy family go in the church. Exactly. And I mean, that counts too. Just yeah. because it's your spouse doesn't mean exactly that you're allowed to be rude to them. Yeah. Whether they're right or whether they're wrong. Yeah. It's that's not love. Yep. And you know, and then I think about work when someone makes us angry at work mm-hmm. or someone hurts our feelings or just doesn't do what we think they need to do. Yeah. How many times are we rude to them or maybe we're not rude to their face. Maybe we're rude behind their back. Mm-hmm. How are you justifying that as operating in love? And maybe you're not. Maybe you just don't care. And then I would say we've got a little bit bigger of a problem. Yeah, yeah. But you can't go into the doors of church on Sunday morning and Wednesday nights, and maybe Sunday nights if you have Sunday night service, and pretend... Because that's what you're doing if you're not showing love all the time. You're pretending. I'm not saying you don't love God. I'm not saying you don't want to worship God. But to some extent, you're pretending at some level if you're not showing love all week long. Because Mm. how many times have we said life is lived between the Sundays? You can't just live any way you want to and treat people just any way you want to between the Sundays. That's when your real witness Mm-hmm. comes out and shows itself is after the amen. After the amen. <laughs> and and two, I'm going to take it a step further and say within the church as yeah. leaders, yeah. how many times do different leaders of different areas within the church, maybe they don't agree on something or maybe they don't like what one other leader's doing or they don't think the other leader's doing enough or doing it the right way and it's it causes a conflict because in, inevitably that's going to happen. Yeah. We're all people. Yeah. But how many times do we handle that inappropriately? Mm-hmm. I just had a, a a specific circumstance in my life where I was at an event and some things had happened, and it kind of had me on edge and I was a little upset and I reacted badly towards someone very close to me. And, you know, at the time, I didn't really catch it because I was kind of, it was one of those situations where there was a lot going on around me. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really catch it. Um, but it was like the more the evening went on, it was like I had this prick in my spirit that you didn't handle that right and you didn't speak to that person right and you need to fix that. Yeah. And so it was late before I was able to, because we were traveling, and um, it was way too late for me to reach out by the time we got, you know, finished traveling. But the moment that I was able to the next morning, I immediately texted that person and said, hey, 
I was, it was uncalled for. I was rude and I shouldn't have been, and I'm sorry. Yeah. And now that's not a, that's not a pat on my back because that was the Holy Spirit nudging me and saying, Hey, you screwed up, you know? And, And we, that's something that we all should strive to do is when the Holy Spirit nudges us that, Hey, that wasn't right. We need to listen to the Holy Spirit. And, and I've we, failed at that and, so many times. Oh, so. yeah, me too. It's not Absolutely. kudos to me for listening this Absolutely. time at all. We, I mean, there's many, many times that the Holy Spirit has nudged me, and I just said, talk to the hand. Yeah, so what? So, sorry I went back to mid They deserved it, or which in this <laughs> case wasn't the, wasn't the case. Yeah, but yeah. there's been a lot of times where I've spoken to someone ugly, and the, maybe they technically in the natural did deserve it but it was not my place to do exactly that. you know what exactly. i mean does oh, that make yeah. sense oh yeah now that was not the case in this situation because yeah. this person didn't do anything um you know it just it was just a high intensity situation and i handled it incorrectly yeah and i was rude and i had to i had to fix it and to be honest i didn't sleep much um, and I think a lot of the reason I didn't sleep much is because I just knew it was something I needed to take care of. Yeah. Um, but those are the kinds of things that, you know, if we're, if we're putting on love the way we're supposed to, I firmly believe that when you are sensitive to the Holy Spirit and you have love on like you're supposed to, He's going to show you when you mess up. Absolutely. And and most of the time, he'll lead you and help you navigate situations where it doesn't even happen in the first place. Yeah, yeah. But in the event that it does, if you're sensitive to the Holy Spirit, he'll prick your heart and be like, "Mm, yeah, you you messed up, buddy. Yep, yep. Um. So, you know, we've got to learn to not be disrespectful. Yeah. Like um, the Passion Translation says, not to traffic in shame and disrespect. So, mm-hmm. and I love the way it puts that because a lot of times we've, and when it says not traffic in shame, I, I automatically think of how many times we as, as, believers even but just even normal people um take the believers out of the situation you know there because people that aren't believers do this as well but feel like it's our responsibility to tell someone when they've done wrong yeah and and i i think that's that's so cool how it says does not disrespect because i think that's one of the biggest problems in the world today is disrespect. Mm-hmm. There's so much disrespect, you know, amongst everyone. And because everybody is out for themselves, you know, and just like it says in verse four, love does not parade itself, is not puffed up. That's how everybody is walking around nowadays. Yes. It's all about themselves. Mm-hmm. And I'm not worried about you. Right. You're in my way. So there's so much disrespect going on right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. But love isn't like that. 
You're exactly right. Love puts others first. The, the scripture says that God is love. Yeah. God doesn't put... He, he loved us first. Mm -hmm. He is the source of love. He is love. Yeah. So if he's willing to give up his only son as a sacrifice to die on the cross for us because he loved us that much... Why are we so selfish and so arrogant that we are running around here too worried about what we want to worry about what other people need? Mm -hmm. I mean, so we just have to remember that if he loved us that much, that he was willing to do that for us, then we need to remember that we've got to be willing to think of and think of and put others first before ourselves. Absolutely. Um, the next part of verse five says, um, is not self-seeking in the Christian standard Bible. And in the, um, new King James, it says, um, does not seek its own, which is, mm -hmm. you know, it's basically, saying the same thing, but the passion says, nor selfishly seeks its own honor. And that's, that's the whole gist of it. And that kind of flows into what we were just say, or from what we were just saying into this is, um, we cannot be selfish and put on love at the same time. Yeah. You know, like we just said, it has to be about others. Yeah. We can't just ignore what others need and seek out just what we need and what we want. And, um, you know, I, I think there are too many people in the workforce and in everyday life that are so focused on and I know this is kind of a, a different spin on it, but it's kind of the same thing. But they're so focused on money, 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 money. Mm -hmm. Going, 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 and achieving, 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 achieving to get higher status and more money and better houses and better cars and all these things that are self-gratifying. When if we would just really look at it like this and say okay, I'd rather care about everybody I work with and show love to them instead of stomp on them to get higher in the company or mm -hmm. get higher status or get more money um, or even take it to your homes, not just your work situation, but take it yeah. to your homes. I'd rather, you know love everybody in my family and not be so focused on me and what I have and what I can, because I see it in families and in, in friend circles all the time where it's almost like a competition of, I can give my kids this better yeah. than you can, or yeah. I can give my family this status and, and you did, you weren't able to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, I see it way too much. I've personally been in, in situations like that where 
I've been made to feel less because I didn't have this or that or, or whatever. And, you know, I can remember there was part of me when we moved into our new home that we're in, I mean, it's not new now, but when we moved into the home we're in now, I just remember thinking, well, I wonder what they think about me now, you know? And I thought, well, Lord, that is the worst attitude to have about it. Yeah. And I'm so ashamed of that now. But again, it comes from being in situations where people have made me feel less than because I didn't have this or that or or didn't have a 3,000-square-foot home in a up-and-coming neighborhood or, yeah. or, you know, whatever. And, and I think that's a, a prime example of... Not all love is good Mm-mm. because First Timothy 6.10 says the love of money is the root of all evil. Right. You know, there, there's a lot of things that we love the wrong way that's not good love. Yeah, I mean, just Wednesday night in service, um, I was teaching on Matthew chapter 6, verses 22 to twenty. I think and it clearly says in verse 24 you know you can't serve two masters Mm -hmm. it's one or the other I personally would like to serve the master who promises me eternity exactly the love of money is not going to promise me eternity it might give me gratification right here right now that's short term but that's short term, <laughs> you know, and and what kind of person am I and what kind of example for Christ am I setting if I don't care who I stomp on to get what I want? Yeah. If I'm so focused on self that I can't even see what someone else in my family or in my friend circle or at my work needs or the fact that they may be hurting and I just ignored that because I was so focused on what I need. Yeah. That, that goes back to, to being sensitive to the Holy Spirit yeah. and, and listening to what the Holy Spirit has to tell us. Yeah. Because, you, you know, I, I think about homeless people out begging for money. You know, we all know that there's people that do that for a living, you know. Oh, sure. That are just out there to rip people off. Mm-hmm. But we... We have to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit, and I'm not saying go give to every homeless person you see. No, but you you do need to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit and and give them a little bit, you know, every now and then. And if or, they if they go do the wrong thing with it, you did the right thing, right? Or even know? if you don't give them something, maybe you go buy them a hamburger. Yeah, go buy know? them a burger and fries yeah. or something. I mean, because I'm I'm really leery to give money yeah just and the only reason for that is because i don't want to support a habit exactly Exactly. you know like you said Mm -hmm. but i don't have a problem going and buying the whole family a meal absolutely um i don't have a problem with that i don't have a problem with going and getting them an application to somewhere that i know is hiring and bringing it back to them and saying hey Here's an application. Here's a meal. Yeah. I'll be happy to, you know, help however I can. Yeah. 
Um, and we just have to stay. We have to know, stay sensitive. Yeah, we have to stay sensitive to the Holy Spirit and, and just listen to the Holy Spirit. Yeah, for sure. Um, but again, just just remembering that we can't be so focused on what self wants. Yes. And what self thinks that self needs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that we can't see the hurt or the needs around us. Yeah. Um, and that, again, that's within the church. That's outside the walls of this church, in your family, in your friend circle, your coworkers, everywhere. Yes. Um, it is not provoked. Thinks no evil. That's the last part in the New King James Version of verse 5. Um, and I love the way the Christian Standard Bible puts it. Uh, first, it says, is not irritable. Yeah. So let's let's tackle that <laughs> first because, because I think if we're honest, we can all say we get irritable. Oh, yeah. Six and a half hours at the ball field. Oh. In the heat, which today wasn't bad. Yeah. Today wasn't bad. Our son is, uh, he was chosen um, for the all-star team, and today we had a six-and-a-half-hour ball practice, um, And which, like I said, today wasn't really bad. It was nice outside in the shade. Yeah. and um, But I can remember times being on that ball field during travel ball or mm. all-stars or whatever and being sitting in the, the dead summer in the sun no shade for eight <laughs> hours to ten hours a day oh yeah and come off of that field and be so irritable or come home from work even sometimes and things just be kind of stressful and, and be irritable with uh everybody in the house yeah um but that's not putting on love yeah and that's not to say that you can't you don't ever have the ability to be irritable or that's have right. a bad day but at some point, if that's all you ever are, <laughs> you need to check yourself. That's right. Because, um, I mean, it's inevitable. There's going to be times where we're just in a rotten mood. Yeah. I mean, but if you're constantly in that rotten mood, we need a heart check. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For sure. You can't use the excuse you're grumpy all the time. No, no, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Um but I think the part that I really want to get to is that last part of that scripture mm -hmm. where it says that it keeps no record of wrongs. That's what the Christian Standard Bible says. Mm -hmm. And the Passion says, um, is not quick to take offense. Mm -hmm. um, and we could probably do a whole podcast on the offensive nature of this society. Oh, yeah. And Absolutely. I don't want to get off on that tangent, but I do want to say that when you're operating in love, you will find that the things that at one time offended you don't offend you anymore. Yeah. Um, I know, uh, you know, for me... I, I'm, you know, I'm a mom of three boys. So if you want to offend me, you say something about one of my boys and my heckles go up and I get, <laughs> I get offended really quickly. Yeah. 
Um, but as I'm, you know, getting older and more mature in Christ, um, and the deeper my relationship goes with the Lord, I am learning that although my mama bear instincts do kick in, I honestly don't really care if you like me or my family, as long as we're serving the Lord. That's right. And we're magnifying him in everything that we do, and we're lifting him high above anything else. Mm -hmm. And as long as we're walking like we are supposed to be in our walk with Christ, it doesn't really matter to me whether or not you like me. That's right. Or whether you even like my family. That's right. If I offend you, I mean, it's not that I'm out to offend people, but if the word of God offends you, <laughs> you might want to buckle up because that's what I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna live it out. That's right. That's I've, right. For too long, I didn't. Yeah. So for me, it's important that I live it out. And if that offends someone, or if they don't like my family because of it, I really don't care. Yeah, and, and you know, talking about things that that used to offend you that no longer. A lot of times, you know, I, I look back on my life and a lot of times the way we're raised, mm -hmm. we're raised where certain things offend you. Yes. That if you're in a right relationship with God, those things won't offend you. And I had to adjust myself once I became a Christ follower. Mm -hmm. Those things that used to offend me they got to where they didn't offend me anymore. Right. I still noticed them, and I'm like, you know, she used to really get on my nerves. But now that I look at it through a different lens, yeah, it don't you really look at all, you look at it through love. Yeah, exactly. And and it doesn't bother me anymore. Yeah. You know, because when we're raised, you know, we're raised based on how they see fit. Mm -hmm. And if you're not raised in a godly home you don't always get the right the right things. Yeah. Um I probably didn't say that perfectly right, but uh you understand my gist there. Yeah, no, but, I, yeah, I get but, exactly but, where you're coming from. But once but once I gave my life to God and started looking at it through his eyes and through love mm -hmm. and through God's love, things stopped offending me like like they used to. But your walk and your journey was not an overnight journey. No. Like it was not something no. that as soon as you gave your heart to Christ, you began to see things in a different way. Oh, yeah. There, there's. It's been a many years. There's a lot. There's been a lot of uh, transition mm -hmm. over the years. It's It's been a long yeah. process. You know, I, I know some people, they give their life to God and, and it's immediate. You know, they, yeah. they're all out you know, going after God. But for me, I had a lot of stuff I had to work on. Mm -hmm. Me. Yeah. Me. Okay. I had to work on me. And uh, it took me years to get it right. And it took me getting into the right ministry mm -hmm. and being discipled by the right people. Right. Before I truly gave over and went all in with with my walk. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're exactly right. And, and so for the, for those of you who maybe are in that same kind of a situation where you've given your heart to Christ, but you're still finding it hard to put on love, or maybe that's just an area of love that you're struggling with. I would say just if you'll lean in closer to God and you'll get in your word and ask God to just work on that area and, and, and if be careful what you ask for, <laughs> yeah, because if you sure. ask God to take control of a certain area of your life and you really mean it, he'll start showing you things and areas you need to come up higher. Cause I yeah. promise you, he's not going to talk to you about somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to talk to you about you. And and you just go ahead and, and start praying that God change this other person and that they do the things right that don't, you know, so they don't get on your nerves anymore. And guess what? He's going to change you. Well, he's going to, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's going to start showing you things show about you. you. He's going to show you what you're doing wrong Most before definitely. he ever deals with them. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, the flip side of that is us keeping no records of wrongs. Yeah, absolutely. And us not, when someone apologizes. So the word of God tells us that when we repent, our sins are cast into the sea of forgetfulness. Mm -hmm. he, he doesn't think about them. He's not up there keeping tally yeah. of every little sin we commit. Mm -hmm. That's not God. That's not who he is. Yeah. And he doesn't expect us to do the same thing with other people. Yeah. Well, you know, one thing that that I found out, I didn't keep record of other people. I mean, I did to a certain extent, mm -hmm. but the worst problem that I had was keep keeping records of my wrong. Right. And not letting go of my past of things that I have done wrong. Yeah. And, you know... Satan uses those against you. you oh, know? absolutely. He says, hey, remember when you used to do this? Hey, remember when you used mm -hmm. to do that? Yeah. And you just you just got to tell him where to go mm -hmm. and, and and put it behind you and, yeah. and forgive yourself. You've got to forgive yourself. Yeah. God's forgiven you and wiped it clean, mm -hmm. you, but you've got to do it with yourself because if, if you don't, you can't move forward. Oh, you're exactly right. And, you know, I'm kind of the same way in that I don't forgive myself very easily. And I'm probably nowhere near as far along in this as you are. Um, I feel like I'm still really struggling with it. Um, I feel like I, I still have a long way to go with, you know, when when I've done something or or I feel like I've not handled something, you know, the right way. I'm yeah. really, really hard on myself. So I, I feel like I'm not quite as far along as you are on this. Um, but I also want to address the, it, when someone wrongs you, because this was something that I struggled with. Um, you know, I'm an undetermined amount of age. We're not going to discuss that, but <laughs> I've been through a few decades in my life. <laughs> I'm trying to 
<laughs> tiptoe around that. How, how many decades? Yeah, a few. Okay. Um, <clears throat> four. <clears throat> hey, uh, hey, huh? calm down over I a, there. I had a cough. Sorry. Okay. Uh huh. Anyway, I've been through a few decades in my life, and I have been hurt by multiple people. Some family, some friends, some strangers, just like we all have. Mm -hmm. And um, I am a people pleaser. I am all about making sure that everyone is having a good time all the time and that everything's just perfect and, um, I, you know, you fuss at me on vacations and 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 at events and things like that it, because I'm constantly asking everybody, "Is that okay? Do you, is it okay with you if we do this?" Or is it, you know? So that's it's just my nature. It's who I am, and um, I try to be mindful and make sure I'm having a good time too. But it's hard because I do enjoy making others happy, and that's just my nature. It's who I am, and. I enjoy seeing other people have a good time. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, when I've been hurt, the few times in my life that I've been hurt big, it, it's hard to get past that for me because then I second guess myself about everything. And even though I may have forgiven that person, at some to some level, I'm still holding on to things because I'm second guessing myself. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So even though I may have said, okay, regardless of whether this person has acknowledged what they did or even if they didn't, I'm going to forgive them because my biggest thing is God forgave me. So who am I not to forgive others? Yeah. I just, I'm a firm believer in that. Yeah. So I forgive you, but to some extent, I'm still holding on to that and keeping a record of it because I'm looking at myself thinking, well, what did I do wrong? What could I do better? Am I doing the same thing again to upset someone else? Are they going to think the same thing this person thought? Are they going to do the same thing to me that someone else did? You know what I mean? Yeah. So to some extent, keeping a record of wrong can look a lot of different ways. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's not until we take on the love of God and we put that on that we can truly see that, you know what? The Word of God says that He knew me before I was born. Mm -hmm. He knew who I was. Yeah. He created me the way that I am. And y'all, I'm preaching to myself right here as <laughs> I'm talking, but it doesn't matter if someone else likes the way I am. God created me to be who I am with the personality that I have. Yeah. Now, I think we should all strive to be the best that we can be in Christ, but at some level, 
you can't do that by always trying to people please. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one one place where I can come up higher, and I can I can do better, and I'm and I'm working on it. I'm I'm better than I used to be. That's right. And that's all you can ask for, that's right? That's right. We're all a work in progress. Moving exactly, moving in the <laughs> right direction. But I just feel like for some people out there, maybe keeping a record of wrong doesn't mean that you're just running around with your finger pointing at somebody, yeah. going, "You remember when you did this to me, and you remember when you did that to me." Sometimes keeping a record of wrong is is using it against yourself too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think you know where you got to forgive others, you have to have to forgive yourself. Yes, definitely. Um, so, don't know who that was for, but I hope it was for <laughs> someone. I hope it helps someone. That's right. And I I, I think that's a, a good place to to end it on right there. And uh, all right, this is it's been a good one. It has been a good been one. A very good one. Went, went a different direction than what I was thinking it would. Yeah, but, I don't. Uh, I don't. Didn't really have um, any of that in my notes. Um, well, and there's a little bit we didn't get to, but and I, and I didn't have any notes, so there's that. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we'll pick up with um, unless the Holy Spirit leads. Otherwise, we will pick up with verse um, six next week yeah, we'll, and we'll try to get through more than one verse next week yeah <laughs> yeah and um we are also working on a special father's day episode yes. yes um so we have some plans for that in the future um it will air on father's day yeah um but uh just check our facebook page um and we'll be announcing the we'll have some special guests on that episode and um so all you dads out there make sure to tune in and moms too just because it's a father's day episode doesn't mean you don't need to tune in because i'm sure there's something that will be shared that's right that will be important to hear so um but yeah lots of good stuff coming up yep um if y'all would just kind of keep in your prayers our youth group they are going to forward conference in a few weeks i think it's like three weeks yeah and they're going to be at the arena this year they're actually um last year it was at free chapel um in uh, gainesville but this year it's actually going to be back at the um, stadium or the arena or wherever i don't know the name of it exactly but um so we want this to be an amazing experience for our kids this is actually where connor our middle son gave his heart to the lord uh in 2019 and when i tell you it was massively transforming (laughs) that's one of those situations where it was like daylight and dark i mean it was it was an amazing transformation so and uh and i just wanted to put a little plug out there for uh the Wrestling for the Faith podcast is doing a remnant youth retreat um, August 12th through the 14th yes. in Benton, Tennessee, and it's ages 12 to 18. Yes. And uh, you can contact Wrestling for the Faith um, at gmail.com to uh, sign your kids up for that. and Or you can check out their Facebook page. I'm a- sure it's absolutely on their Facebook page. It, it is, and uh, they, it's it's going to be great. Those, yeah. those two are are ready to pour into some kids. 
Yeah, and we or are. Those three, I'm sorry, because uh, <laughs> I forgot Jason too. Uh, yeah. So Casey, Chad, and, and Jason, they are, they're ready to pour. Yeah, and, um, you know, we're trying to work it out where we can send our boys, um, if at all possible. Yeah. Um, definitely looking forward to that as well. Um, never been a time, I think, that we need to pour into our kids. Absolutely. Than now. Yep. So lots of good things coming up. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what um, God's got planned and, and where he takes everything. So it's going to be exciting. Also, um, Way of Life Ministries, our church, has started um, broadcasting our weekend services on uh, in podcast format. Yes. So uh, you can just look us up um, as Way of Life Grenada on Spotify, on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Pocket Cast. Yes. Um, so make sure to check that out. Um, we've been doing that for the last couple of weeks, and that's exciting. Um, something we've kind of been working towards for several years. Yes. Um, and you can also find more information on uh, the church Facebook page, Way of Life Ministries. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, just lots of good stuff. That's right. Lots of good Go stuff. Go check it out. Yeah. Well, um, you want to pray us out? Sure. Father, we, we thank you for this opportunity to, to speak to people, Father, and, and we just pray that, that your words be heard through us, Father, yes, and just take these words and let it minister to, to people, Father, that are out there listening, Father, and, and just let it, let it penetrate them, Father, and, and use them, those people that hear this in any way that you see fit, Father. We love you, Jesus. Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the After Amen podcast. We would like to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram at After Amen Podcast, or you can send us an email at After Amen Podcast at gmail.com. And you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Pocket Cast. Thanks for joining us.